Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting live from Leander, Texas at 529 in the morning, March 1st, 2022. It's a Tuesday. And uh, yeah, man, I tried to um, broadcast. I did broadcast yesterday morning, although it's not published because um, (laughs) I didn't have my mic on the entire time. So, hey, man, it is what it is. Good, bad and the ugly. This is what this show is about. Um, So if you caught that show you caught of a one one of a kind in its fleeting existence, and that's all there will ever be. Um, I mean, I guess I do have the video recorded, but <laughs> it is what it is. I didn't really talk about much anyway, and I quit early because I didn't like the road I was going down and whatever. It just was. It was a Monday, man. What can I say? Um, but uh, yeah, let's um, move on. I want to be quick because I, I tend to ramble, first of all. And second of all, I have a lot of other things to do. Um, work's getting pretty heavy. It's the end of the, it's the beginning of the month now, and I got to do sales reports and all that stuff. So, and then, you know, I'm trying to edit a bunch of video from the Dow Denver stuff. So everything's just like piling up. Um, so, yeah. But I'm not complaining, man. This is uh, this is good. You know, um, it means uh, I'm hustling, I'm making money, I'm doing what I got to do, and uh, yeah, that's that's what it's all all about. And, and uh, but always make time for your for your family and for yourself as well. So don't forget the essentials, you know. And once things start to pick up and get all uh, busy with pro- projects, so um, anyway. Uh, this is not financial advice and, uh, this is not educational. I'm just here to just share what I've learned in crypto. So that's it. That's my disclaimer. I've been doing this for since October 24th, 2020. And this is just me talking about crypto with a camera on. Ah, damn cat opened the door. Hold on one second. Whoa, I almost slipped. Okay. I think that cat kind of just knows that when I'm streaming, cause it likes to come over here and just push the door open and then just kind of leave. So, all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> A ding dong ditch, you know, that's what the cat's doing. All right. Um, anyway, so let's look here real quick at CoinGecko. I'm gonna start talk, looking less at prices because you know, I, like I know anything about this stuff, but the prices everything's in the green right now, and a lot of people say, you know, all the investors were gonna buy the invasion. Well, that's exactly what they're doing, <laughs> so you know. It's terrible, um, but uh, there's I've seen graphs where they've compared other major significant war events and violent events in the in the history of the recent world and the modern world, and they've always shown that uh, all the rich people buy the, buy invasions, and you know they yeah they buy the invasion. So uh, looks like that's what's happening. The price dropped dramatically upon the news of the invasion, and then everybody bought it, and uh, all the rich people anyway. And uh, look here, everything's in the green today. And I'm not saying that that's what happened, but, you know, it sounds kind of likely. Um, so, yeah, you know, everything's up pretty high. Avalanche is up 22.6%. Terra is up 86.4%. Um, you know, let's see here. Cosmos is up 32.7%. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin went from thirty-seven or thirty-eight thousand yesterday to forty-three thousand in just a matter of twenty-four hours. Um, and one that kind of stood out for me too. Uh, let's see here, was um, Waves. Where are you at, Waves? Um, it, Waves is up a hundred point six percent. And the reason that stands out for me is because Waves is a Russian project and everybody involved in Waves is Russian and they have an entire DeFi platform and everything like that. And uh, with all the stuff going on right now with the Russian ruble, uh, with SWIFT uh, sanctioning Russia, I and mean, with the United States sanctioning Russia through SWIFT and stuff like that. Um, and if you don't know what SWIFT is, SWIFT is a messaging system that allows for payments and transfers to happen. And Russia has been internationally, and Russia has been excluded from that. Um, so, as a result, I think um, with Waves being a heavily Russian-focused project, it's up a hundred point six percent. And I mean, I've used Waves; it's fast, it's quick, it's 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 cheap transactions. They have a good DeFi platform on there. Um, yeah, so you know, Waves is is a is a good project, and. Um, I imagine a lot of people over there who are in the know with this type of stuff would be using uh, Waves because they have a good stable coin over there as well. I mean, yeah, I did a video on Waves a long time ago at the very beginning when I was doing this stuff. Um, so, you know, if you can stomach my rambling, then maybe you should go watch that. Uh, all right. So anyway, um, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I learned at um, uh, Dow, Dow Denver um, as I was doing the live streaming. And uh, I mean, I learned... I picked up on a lot of different projects. Um, one of them, okay, if you don't know, um, DAOs are decentralized autonomous organizations, and that is what um, Dow Denver was all about. Um, it's decentralized autonomous organization, DAOs, started out with the Ethereum DAO, and it's basically a protocol, and it's the people surrounding the protocol are basically what DAOs are, and they use the protocol as their... their um, central treasury as their voting um, tool and everything like that. Um, it's basically an organization on the blockchain and it flattens hierarchies and uh, everybody has a vote um, towards you know where the where the organization goes and what the organization spends money on and everybody is basically an owner. Um, and you know DAOs are nothing new. They were guilds before and uh, you know this it's just community ownership of something. Um, of, of an organization. And um, so that's my cat backs and they're batting my feet. <laughs> this cat is out for me today, I swear. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's what DAOs are. And a lot of DAOs find themselves congregating around Discord um, because Discord it was a gamer tool and, um, you know, gamers form communities around certain games. And they've kind of formed little sub-economies and societies, sub-societies in a way through Discord, through Discord's functionality to be able to add channels, to be able to add uh, tiers of channels and access to channels to various people with certain levels, to be able to have community rooms where people can all go in and talk and uh, share videos and stuff like that. So uh, Discord is a great platform for that. However, it is not tailored 100% towards DAOs. It's tailored towards gamers, even though some of those things are changing. But people have used that functionality of Discord in order to be able to um, uh, tailor it more towards DAOs by creating bots. So here's a website, top.gg, that focuses specifically on Discord bots and servers. One second here. All right, had to get the cat out of there. It was just like, 
<laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, so Discord servers um, have bots in them that you can program, or you can program bots for Discord servers. And uh, a lot of people are doing that, and they're creating these bots. Well, here's a website, top.gg, that specifically focuses on just kind of aggregating tons of different bots for you to go through and uh, you know be able to apply to your Discord server. Now you can you can spin up a Discord server for whatever you want. Um, here's here's my Discord right here. Let me make sure it's clear up on the screen. Um, if you're watching YouTube, you'll get the visuals. If you're listening to audio, sorry about this. I'll try to explain it the best I can. But you know, as a compromise, you get the better audio because I run it through some mixing programs before I upload it after I record this. Um, so anyway, yeah, Discord server is a platform um, in which communities can gather. Um, it's not really pulling up right now, um, but um, yeah, you anybody can spin up a server for any type of project or interest or game. And like I said, they started around games. And uh, yeah, you go in and you get a Discord account, and then you can you know start a server, and then you can add your channels and you can tailor it however you want. And um, people do it for all sorts of things. And here's my Discord page. Um, here's one of them. Um, here's the Bankless DAO. Bankless DAO is kind of a fire hose, but it's a good example of how many different channels. Well, this one is, is the DAO Planet. Uh, so let me expand this view out just a little bit so you can see. Um, yeah, so here's all my servers on the left, all the different organizations that I have uh, found interesting and you know join their servers. I don't always you know, kind of keep these around. Sometimes I have too many and I have to go in and start deleting and leaving servers. But, uh, you know, here's Journo DAO, PeopleMart, Metamundo, Juicebox DAO, Klima DAO, Padawan DAO, DeFi Kingdoms, Proof of Story, you know, and yeah, yeah this bunch of different ones. And then they all basically have a list of channels. Uh, Bankless DAO is huge. So it has the join announcements, frequently asked questions. They always have, they generally have a start here that kind of give you the gist of uh, what's going on and how to plug in. And a lot of times after you complete certain things like verifications of, you know, or, or just, you know, an agreement of, of, you know, how you're gonna, of etiquette and stuff like that, then more channels will start to open up to you. And then the more you become a contributor, uh, even after that, more channels and privileges open up to you. So yeah, this is the Bankless DAO one. They have, I think, a pretty cut and clear process. Um, and uh, you have to go through what's called first quests and you know learn specific things to unlock new channels. And yeah, that's this that's a really cool thing about DAOs. And they all generally have like community calls and where you know they have the stage, the amphitheater right here, and there's a couple different types of stages. Um, one where you know you have the speakers up at top and then you have the audience, and then another one is more of a lounge where everybody can speak. So yeah, you know, it's just a lot of different ways of doing things. So um, you can add in different bots. Here's a calendar bot, and here's a poll bot right here. And uh, you know you, you can put things on your calendar for whenever the community calls are happening. Polls, you can vote on things like forms and, and you know all types of stuff. Um, and uh, they have a tip bot where you can tip people because you can connect it to cryptocurrency and you can tip people in cryptocurrency. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty cool too. So let's go back over here to top.gg. Um, Kristen Chen was the ones presenting this. And uh, I was, you know, I, I sit there and do my live stream and stuff like that. And I'm sometimes I'm kind of halfway listening. Well, I completely tuned in for this entire thing. Um, but she went through some of these bots and I, I took notes of some of them that sounded a little more interesting or whatever. 
Um, here is a WTF bot. What the fuck bot? You know, what the fuck bot? I try to keep this a show family friendly, you know, because I know you're going to sit here uh, and try to learn this with your with your three-year-old. And she's going to be like, mommy, daddy, what's... You know? <laughs> and <laughs> so I get it because I have a couple of small children and, you know, they have heard me in traffic. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm a terrible parent. Uh, yeah, so... Um, anyway, this is the WTF bot. Um, this bot here says we're believers that accessibility is the key to mass adoption of Web3 and the current jargon is a big barrier for entry. That's why we've created this tool, the WTF Web3 Glossary Bot. So load it into your Discord server and type a question mark word in a public channel in order to get it in your D or in your DMs to get the definition. Um, the glossary database is open source and you can add terms as well as your Discord handle and ETH address. So uh, there's a lot of different words um, in the crypto space, like FUD, like Biddle, um, like, uh, I don't know, man, you can think of a whole bit like FREN, you know, with F-R-E-N, um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, W-W-A-G-M-I, W-A-G-M-I, we are going to make it, uh, N-G-M-I, not going to make it, like all different types of stuff that you can, you know, in, that are just specific to the crypto world that you... Um, you know, when Lambo, W-E-N, Lambo, like what, what does all that stuff mean? And and so, yeah, you, there's all different types of stuff and you can attach those and put them and put them in this WTF bot in the glossary. And so if somebody doesn't know what some of these words are, like for instance, snarks as well, like ZK snarks and stuff, Starks and uh, yeah, a Merkle tree, you know, it's kind of like an instant wiki, I guess. <laughs> so the WTF Web3 glossary bot, you know, um, made a mask, you know, uh, I, I don't know, uh, but you can put whatever you want in there. And I think that's pretty helpful without having to go to a whole other website. You can just query quickly, just go and then, you know, get what you need. Um, so that's a cool bot. Uh, here's another one that's kind of fun that I, that I, uh, I wanted to, to present to you. It's the GM bot. Um, so I don't say GM. I feel like I'm a little too old to say GM. Um, but, um, yeah, a lot of people, it's it's kind of one of those things in the crypto space. Everybody just kind of, you know, they'll, they'll just like tweet nothing but just GM, the two letters. And there's a GM.xyz, which is an Ethereum-based social media platform. You know, everybody says GM. You know, there's a lot of different Discord servers have GM channels. Um, yeah, but like I said, I always say good morning. You know, I spell it out. Sometimes I'll put an exclamation point at the end because I'm 46. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't walk around being like, how do you do, GM fellow kids? <laughs> you know, so anyway, uh, but, but for those of you who do say GM, um, GM bot wishes you a good, wishes you good morning. Yes, those cringy WhatsApp forwards included. This is just, there's just a single command, GM, that's it. The bot features a whole lot of stuff ranging from shahari to frog to good mornings. It even has GIFs. I'm planning on adding a GN command for good night, maybe tomorrow. Ha 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 ha. Anyways, it's something I made at 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. So it is what it is. Um, uh, IG. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know that one. I could use the what to uh, WTF bot to figure out what, what he's talking about. So have a good morning. Pustak said that they're the author of the bot. Um, so what this bot does, um, dude, I. I I swear there was a description. I thought that it um, ranked people on how many times consecutively that they say GM. Um, that's that's kind of what I gathered from that. And I don't know where I read that, actually. Um, but, yeah, it um, 
it basically ranks people on how many consecutive mornings that they say GM, you know, and then it can you know, d- or, uh, award different prizes for that or whatever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that one. And then I, I yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying like the utility of some of these bots are very questionable, but they're fun. Um, so, and then here's another one called gas notifier. Um, welcome to the gas notifier bot. The bot pulls gas information from EtherScan API every 20 seconds. You can set a reminder to get a DM once gas drops below a certain GUI. Um, if you don't know what GUI is, uh, that's the subunit of Ethereum. Um, in Bitcoin, it's sats and dollars, it's cents. Um, so yeah, GUI, you know, and uh, it's it's a GUI, st- G, I believe, stands for a thousand. And then Wei is named after Wei Dai, one of the originators. Uh, early cryptographers who helped create precursors to all this technology. Um, and he, he uh, created the Bcash system, B-Money. So, yeah, not B-Money the rapper, but, um, yeah. So, uh, and then here are the commands for the gas notifier bot. Uh, forward slash set alert. It sets an alert at a certain gas level to receive a DM. And then forward slash remove alert. It removes an alert that you sent. Um, list alerts. It s- see what alerts you have already sent forward slash gas is see what the current gas price is. And then to add the gas bot to a server, you, you use this link. Okay. All right. So it's an easy, quick, you know, what are, what's the gas price now? If I were to participate in whatever the hell they're talking about right now, kind of gives you an idea. So you don't have to go to like some gas tracker or whatever, or just be surprised and made a mask. Like, oh, <laughs> that's $200 for a gas transaction. I think, I don't think I'm going to do that one. Um, so yeah. So that's another bot um, I just thought was pretty cool. Um, all right. So <clears throat> then after Kristen Chen, or I, I think she mentioned this as well. Dow Masters is, is a Dow tooling aggregation platform, much kind of like uh, Dow Planet. Um, but uh, Dow Masters is, is a little more extensive. Um, they have some really good, helpful information. If you want to learn about DAOs, uh, explore the tools, launch, manage, and grow a DAO. Um, so... Yeah, it, this is pretty much a hub, a go-to for all things DAO. Um, it shows a bunch of tools, shows a bunch of uh, other websites surrounding DAOs. Uh, here's one, the, the Me6 DAO. It's a Discord bot-based uh, service that helps communities with welcoming, engaging, incentivization, and moderation. And I've been in servers that use the Me6 box, the M-E-E-6 uh, bot, and basically it kind of... Uh, it, it tallies up your participation, like how much you comment, how much you react to things, and it moves you up levels accordingly. Uh, so if you want to have a, if you're, if you're running a community in a discord and you want to see, you know, who are the ones that are participating the most, you can see, um, you can, you know, through the me six bot, it automates that and it allows you to see who's kind of rising to the top and ranks by participating the most. Uh, and of course you could probably game that system by sitting there typing just googly got, but then you'll probably be kicked out by a, an, uh, a, a community manager. So, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, whatever, uh, role is a social token. Um, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. Radical is a decentralized code collaboration network built on open protocols. They have bip.so, a Git enabled document workspace that enables DAOs and other community drop driven projects to build in public. If you've ever used GitHub, um, all the it, GitHub is all about transparency for software building projects. And it's about group collaboration. Um, a lot of open source software is built using GitHub. So this is uh, BIP is one specifically tailored towards DAOs. And, uh, and I guess you can incorporate it into a lot of DAO platforms as well. 
but it allows communities to build projects in public. Um, so then this one I found really interesting, um, Unlock Protocol. All right, so Unlock Protocol is awesome. It creates different tiers of subscriptions and unlocks different types, areas of websites and content um, for people who hold NFTs. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, one particular website that is using that that I talked about a few days ago is the bakery.fyi and uh, bakery is uh, made by the croissants a Twitter anon and uh, it's it, you know he creates amazing threads and puts out amazing crypto news and stuff like that. Um, I love the croissant you know and I like croissants too you know so hey hand in hand so anyway you plug your web3 address in um, and uh, you know you can continue reading. And uh, you can buy two different tiers of NFTs to have access to um, you know, more uh, to content on the website. And this is kind of the holy grail, I think, of, of NFTs that a lot of um, you know, publishing and journalism uh, projects have been looking for, you know, because people have been using Substack. They've been using, you know, they've been hiding content behind paywalls and it's just all pretty annoying. Um, and you have to give up all your, you know, information that's based on your credit card and store it in some kind of server. And um, you don't want to have to do that. And that's the beauty of Web3 is, is you don't have to store your credit card information anywhere. Um, so none of your stuff is stored on some kind of centralized server to be hacked or to be for the information to be sold for marketing purposes. You know, whether or not you check that box that you allow that, it still gets out. Trust me, it does. Um, so you don't have to give up all your personal information and then and, you know, at, at the best, just receive a bunch of unwanted spam um, to to purchase um, content and to be able to access the news. Um, so that's what bakery.fyi did. And they've created this tier and that's what Unlock Protocol allows. So. Yeah, Unlock Protocol is a new business model. It's based on NFTs. For those people that think NFTs are just a JPEG, well, you absolutely have zero understanding of what is going on. Uh, and I would, uh, before you open your mouth, I would I would uh, encourage you to educate yourself a little bit on a lot of what uh, NFTs can do. So, for instance, here, add memberships to your shop, to your API, to your website. Unlock ownership to your app. Unlock ownership to your game. Unlock ownership of your community across all platforms. And here's some integrations, the documentation on it. What you can do with Unlock. Create locks and place them anywhere you'd like to lock content. Uh, users can purchase memberships as NFT keys that grant access to content, tickets, and anything else you'd like to monetize. Um, you know, for instance, if you're doing a virtual concert, but for, uh, you know, I have a friend that works down at Continental Club and... Uh, you know, I would think it'd be cool if Continental Club would, you know, I, I don't get the chance to go downtown and to go out at night and do a lot of that stuff uh, like a lot of other people do just because I have a couple small kids and I'm, I'm busy. Um, but some of the shows at Continental Club, I would love to be able to see. And if they could use something like Unlock Protocol on their website and then have somebody live streaming certain shows that I would love to see, um, then I would be willing to, you know, buy a Continental Club NFT to be able to, you know, anytime there's a show that I would like, just to be able to log in and through my NFT have access to it. I wouldn't have to go in and enter in all my credit card information to pay, you know, whatever kind of ticket price for the live stream event they wanted to charge. Let's say five bucks for arbitrary purposes, you know. So instead of paying five bucks on my credit card and having to upload all my credit card information with all my address and everything that goes along with that, 
All I would have to do is just buy their NFT and the Continental Club NFT, and uh, then I would have access to whatever I wanted. So easy peasy. And you can even program that NFT to expire or only be good for certain shows. Like, for instance, say, uh, I don't know. Um, let's say the Flame uh, or Agent Orange was playing at Continental Club. You know, I could buy that NFT ticket for NFT live stream for the Agent Orange live stream. Um, I could log in. I, I could connect my wallet to their website, log in for that specific show, watch the live stream, and then be totally cool and be happy that I got to see Agent Orange, even though I wasn't able to go down there and see them in person. So that's just one example. Uh, here's another case study, The Defiant, one of my favorite DeFi newsletters. Um, they uh, <clears throat> use, they're, they're implementing crypto native way to monetize its content and newsletter, newsletter subscriptions. A lot of people are using Substack. And Substack is good, but it's a Web3 solution. It, again, requires a credit card and a subscription with all your information that you have to give up. Uh, but what the Defiant did is they have, you know, of course, they are all about DeFi and Web3. Well, they've taken up that uh, mantle and they have decided to go ahead and implement Web3 into their platform. And uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So when the Defiant was looking for a crypto native way to monetize its content and newsletter subscriptions, it turned to Unlock Protocol. The Defiant, head by CEO, journalist and author Camila Russo, is the Bloomberg of DeFi. And she has an amazing book out. I don't know where it is, but I have it here. I've read it. It's called the Infinite Machine. I even have their NFT. They're making. They're putting it on the silver screen in Hollywood, and the NFT holders. Um, uh, I don't know what privileges they're going to be able to have, but they're going to have some privileges over the direction of the content in the movie, I believe, uh, or other stuff. I don't know, but it unlocks unlocks certain things. So those are some things that NFTs can do. So anyway. The Defiant, headed by CEO, journalist, and author Camila Russo, is the Bloomberg of DeFi. Russo should know she's a former Bloomberg journal journalist. Uh, fiercely independent from its name to its actions and its editorial voice, The Defiant is a rapidly, rapidly growing media network that spans newsletters, videos, podcasts, and articles covering decentralized finance. The Defiant funds its operation through paid subscriptions from readers as well as through sponsorships. True to its journalism roots, The Defiant does not accept any paid article placements in editorial content nor does it accept compensation for tweets or retweets. The Defiant is on track to be the Bloomberg of DeFi. Paid content is core to the Defiant's business model, and newsletter subscriptions are powered by Unlock. And Camila Russo herself says that Unlock provides a way to integrate Web3 memberships into my content that is easy and hassle-free, and they don't collect your information. So um, Unlock Protocol, so about the Defiant. Analysis and commentary from the Defiant makes its subscribers smarter and about every major story in the decentralized finance. Uh, Defiant properties are the most industry's most trusted source of news. True, I do trust things that the Defiant says. It is a great source of DeFi news. Uh, so the Defiant wanted a crypto native mechanism for accepting payments and managing subs newsletter subscriptions and envisioning offering two subscription levels. As the Defiant's business model includes a recurring revenue component, the newsletter membership would be offered as a yearly subscription. So that's cool, man. Um, for the early adopters, the Defiant wanted to offer a limited edition newsletter subscription that conferred bragging rights on the first supporters of their platform, along with a sizable discount for being an early adopter. Once the OG subscriptions were sold out, subscriptions would default to their standard pricing. Okay, so yeah, that's how they implemented Unlock Protocol for that. Um, um, anyway, I'm running out of time. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of other stuff, we, the ways that you can implement NFTs for this type of stuff. Uh, Vine's creator, the creator of Vine. You remember Vine, the little um, like what, six minute videos that you could create? And I don't even know if they were six minutes. They were short. Their vines were so annoying. That was a really annoying time of the Web2 space. 
and the social media space. Oh my God, vines. <laughs> yeah, it's almost annoying as TikTok. Um, but uh, the vines creator is now working on NFT blockchain video games. It sounds just like buzzwords, but actually seems kind of neat. So basically, um, Don Hoffman, one of Dom Hoffman, one of Vine's creators and the creator of Byte and Peach, has a new project called Sup Drive. Um, in his tweet announcing Sup Drive, he calls it an on-chain fantasy game console, which doesn't necessarily make it any more obvious as to what this project will look like. He's since explained in an announcement post, which you can read below, that it'll be a video game console that plays classic-style games in the vein of Pac-Man or Asteroid or Galaga um, or Tron, uh, with NFTs acting as a sort of a virtual cartridge. Um, in the Discord setup for Subdrive, Hoffman wrote that the games will be NFTs running on virtual firmware. The fact that games will be released as NFTs means there will only be so many editions or copies available. Hoffman also says that each copy of a given game will be unique, with players getting different color palettes, difficulty levels, and more. Um, Hoffman compares Subdrive to another blockchain project, Artblocks, while describing it, which may give us an idea that what, what it'll actually be like. The gist of Artblocks is that it let its creators make programs to procedurally generate art, which is then stored on the blockchain, okay? Um, <clears throat> the program will always create the same art for a given seed, but the changing the seed changes what the art ends up looking like, and Minecraft players may be familiar with this sort of system. Then people buy NFTs for an art block project, which will contain a seed, letting them generate that art. Seems to fit well with what Hoffman's describing, where an on-chain console uh, will play unique games. The details, though, like exactly how it works, how many copies of each game will be available, and how much they'll cost are all to be announced. Uh, Hoffman's post does say that the plan is to let the community develop the games for Subdrive if the project ends up working out. He also plans on upgrading the console's abilities, allowing for more advanced games. Um, the first game made by Hoffman is called Origin. So, yeah. Um, Subdrive also has a sort of meta game with its users being split into the Pokemon-esque red, green, and blue teams. So uh, Hoffman's announcement post says that which team you're on could have an effect on the game you're playing. So for now, though, different colored teams are mostly memeing at each other in the Discord. <laughs> All right. As Discords do, you, you have you know, community, and a lot of people have fun you know, in Discords. I have fun in Discords. You know, I like going to the meetings for the most part in Discord and, and just getting to know all the people in the community. And it was cool finally getting to meet everybody, a lot of people in person uh, in Denver that I had been conversing with in Discord for over a year. So, yeah, uh, bring it all back around, back to Discord, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great starting place to learn about the DAO space and the crypto space. Um, yeah, and uh, go to top.gg, go to DAO Masters, um, go to bakery.fyi, go to the Defiant. I mean, there's just plethora and just tons of other stuff, ways you can learn about all this space. And if you need any help, ask me. Yeah, feel free to DM me at my, my Twitter, EurekaJohn1, the number one. And, um, yeah, that being said, I'm, I'm, I said I was going to keep it short. I'm going 31 minutes. Yeah, jeez, man. All right, well, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I got to get my sc scuttle my butt on down to work. All right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you all later. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1, that's E-U-R-E-K-A, John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message.
If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to eurekajohn.crypto or eurekajohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.